welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your host once again, Darry Lips, and my man Gio. Hey, man. Injury free because I haven't wrestled Nia Jax. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've and my DUI has been dropped too, so we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> we're all good. Me and Gio have made it. Um, right. Let's, let's just jump straight in. This week's wrestling. We'll start with SmackDown, as that was the one before on Friday. Um, well, it started... I just... Uh, the opening segment. Just... I Just wow. For me. Just wow. So it started with the remains of a car accident. Um, and Renee Young was the one. She asked some cops what's going on. And there was an invoice for a rental car. It had jeff's name on it coincidentally (laughs) and then um so apparently Strowman was standing nearby his own car says he doesn't know but it's ridiculous and yada yada cop shoe ran a young away and jeff hardy was dead in the bushes acting all bewildered oh it was it was it was awkward um why was jeff hardy in a bush anyway Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. The cops then said, like, they smell alcohol and ask him a few questions and blah, blah, blah. And he got arrested, basically. Um, Jamie Noble was there, just, like, telling him to cooperate and that they're on their way. And it basically led to the fact that Elias couldn't perform and also informed that Jeff had been arrested. And, like, Seamus called him a pathetic junkie and just... It was a... I mean, it's not the first time they've done this with Jeff Hardy. They did it with Hardy and Punk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do do you think it's too early, though, for them to be making stories out of this Jeff stuff? Like, you're supposed to believe, like, he's recovered. The dude's got a clear problem, so it is kind of wrong to turn around and make that into something. Just, yeah. I, I but at the so. same time, he must have agreed to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I I, don't know if it was too soon. I mean, it wasn't a terrible segment, as writing goes. But I just wondered, like, the timing of it and everything. Ugh, just, yeah. So it was. And then they, there was, like, some back and forth with Seamus and AJ. I kind of lost it. Um yeah, and then it just basically led into a, a battle royal um, with uh, Uso and Dolph and Corbin, um, which it was it was all right. Um, I like the the uh, the Jay Uso looked pretty good in it, I have to say. Um, but a battle royal is what you get. Um, I suppose the opening segment it led into the battle royal quite well. Um, I guess and. Good to see Chad Gable getting some action. So I'm guessing he's not the hacker. Um, I guess that eliminates that. Keep um, an eye out on the Usos because they may have done it for The Rock. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's the 2020 version. They did it for Roman. Yeah. <laughs> no, they did it for Roman. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was good. Um, and then um, a match that I think. Um, was a bit underrated. Uh, I thought Lacey v Sonya. I think it was good because it was different. 
And it was good when you think about where those two were like a year ago. And like, I thought the match was all right, actually. Um, I like in this new Sonya. I am uh, liking Gulak. this We We officially got Gulak back because he was uh, in that Battle Royal too. Yeah, he was. And I'm guessing, I mean, it was never official that he had gone, you know? It was all other places, you know? Um, so I don't know. Like, maybe it was just, I mean, because I know that there's some stuff that they can't give any raises, so... You know, like, contract renewals are difficult. I mean, I never thought, as he didn't make anything official and they didn't make anything official, that it was actually him leaving, you know? Um, but, yeah, it was it's good to see him back. I'm glad that he's going to stick around. Um, I thought it was quite good. I thought it was quite good. I did. I did. Um, and then, obviously, yeah, carried on. There was some Forgotten Son stuff, which... I'm thinking maybe one of the Forgotten Sons might be Idiot of the Week, seeing a tweet I saw earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing he might be in contention. Um, women then continued the show, Sasha and... Um, no, I didn't this. see this tweet, so when we get to it, you can let me know. And oh, I, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I'll probably agree with you on that. Yeah, there's um, there's some stuff, and Ricochet re replied to it. And yeah, it's been that. It's been that. Yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> um um, Sasha V Alexa, I have to say, was really, really good. Um, I thought they played their parts very well. The Bailey Nikki stuff was really good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I feel like they're pushing Nikki's love for Alexa Bliss to have them split at some point. I feel like that's what that's leading to. No, we need tag yeah. teams. Yeah, I just you had a feeling. You can't have this women's tag division without tag teams. Yeah. I mean, because at the moment, like, with the has anybody forgotten the rule that it's supposed to be on every show? Yeah. Why aren't they showing up on NXT? Yeah, no, never. I've, I haven't seen Alexa and Nikki on NXT once. I mean, I saw the Kabuki I mean, the Warriors Iconics on there once. Did. But, yeah, and the Kabuki Warriors did. Um, but I haven't seen Alexa and Nikki on NXT um, at all. And Especially NXT's got some good women this, they could make. But the PC Center stuff, you, you, you're. Why aren't they doing this? Mm. Yeah, Less bowling, more wrestling. Yeah, because right now, like, it feels like they're actually trying to come up with stuff for the women's tag team with the Iconics back and, you know, the Sasha Bailey bits with Alexa and, and Nikki. And, you know, it feels like they're doing stuff. They could add a f another team from NXT because there's plenty of women down there that they could put together. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, it just feels a bit over the top. And when WWE are doing stuff over the top, normally means that some weirdness is going on, you know? Um, so, yeah, but it was a good match, I have to say. It was a very good match. I was, uh, I was impressed with the work those two, those two did. Um, then uh, Chad Gable, as I say, he was gone um, against Cesaro. And, and honestly, I could watch those two fight all the time. I'm not going to lie. Um, but... Just let him be Chad Gable. Yeah. yeah. Grab the Shorty G nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Stop it. Like, because, I mean, I, I, I just worry, like, Cesaro and Chad Gable was a really good wrestling match, you know? But wherever they go in, like, those two, I just don't, I don't know. Like, all we ever say is that they put in a good wrestling match and they don't seem to do anything else. You know, I, I could watch those two fight all the time because it's solid, but I just... You know, they you know their match was less than what four minutes. It was like a five minute match. It just 
you know, give them some time at least because they're good performers, you know, good performers. And I just, um, I just worry about where they're going to go. You know, Cesaro, we've always had that conversation though. People always have the conversation about what to do with Cesaro, but I just can't ever see him personality wise being a face of a company. Like you need some kind of personality and, just, then again, nobody saw Jinder as a face of the company, and he was. And he did well. Like, you know, I have to say, as a heel run and all the India stuff that came with it, I thought it was really, yeah, as you say, really good. I didn't mind the Jinder, um, the Jinder run. I didn't mind it at all because I thought it was, it was something different. I like a good heel run where people really hate it, you know? The only one I never got into was Jack Swaggers. I hated Jack Swaggers. <laughs> Jack Swagger. Yeah, that, I hated all of that. Yeah, I never got even to, into him as a as anything. Um, then there was <laughs> some some weird segment of Mandy and Otis in the sun where <laughs> she's having some dream. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do it without laughing. She's having like a really nice dream, um, and then he, he hits a cannonball and splashes water everywhere. Um, <laughs> Uh, disappointed that we didn't get a better camera angle when she walked into the pool, but you know, things happen. Um, but it was fun. Um, and then Kayla, he was interviewing about obviously Riddle. So Riddle got announced definite about, uh, Matt Riddle coming to SmackDown. The call up has been made. Um, do you think, um, Kurt Angle's going to have more involvement or do you think that was just a one-off? Do you think they're going to... Oh, I mean, the angle could be a manager for him. Yeah, I wondered because, yeah, I just, I, I could see it. Like, it wasn't something I would have thought of, but I, I could see that being a Kurt Angle role for a bit. And it might help Matt Riddle with some of the social media stuff that comes with him. Um, but I think he'll be a good fit for SmackDown. You know, I think he will be a good fit for SmackDown. I think he'll do some bits there. I, yeah, like, uh, I... He should be managing him. I can see that as a good pairing. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I think it would be good for Kurt Angle to have something like that. I think it would be good for Riddle, get a good rub. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what he's going to do on SmackDown. Don't make him his son. Yeah. <laughs> that still makes me laugh. Oh, Jason Jordan now. Oh, goodness. Jason Jordan, the son of Kurt Angle. Goodness me. Thank God that yeah, thank God that never went anywhere. I'm sorry he got injured, but at least that storyline died. Um, and then, uh, so after the video package that Matt Riddle got, we had another match. Quite a lot of matches on SmackDown for a change, because sometimes you don't get a lot. This was like the fifth match, and at least it was a bit longer than the previous Sheamus Daniel Bryan's we've spoke about. Um, the, uh, amazing match. Good to see Sheamus is obviously back to himself. Um... Obviously, you know what you're going to get with Daniel Bryan. Um, I liked the mention of Sheamus creating the Yes movement. Um, I thought that was really clever. Um, and then, obviously, Jeff Hardy made his amazing attack. Uh, his return. Yeah, he got bailed out quick. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, he's got to have a few pennies, isn't he? I'm sure. Maybe he hit up Matt, his brother Matt for a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he attacked him and Sheamus kicked away and crawled away. So I'm guessing... A Jeff Hardy, Sheamus feud. 
um, which I'm not hating. Obviously, it makes Daniel Bryan. I, the only thing I don't like about it is they're going to make the focal point about it of him being a dumb drunk. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm guessing that that was led from Seamus's comments and then this. And that just. Yeah, it was. It was. Do you know what? The, the thing I've had about SmackDown, it's where crazy WWE writing kind of overshadowed the fact that there was some really good wrestling on show. Um, like that's yeah. my problem. Is it's gonna be uh, Jeff Hardy? I ain't gonna fight him until he takes the breathalyzer test. Yeah, and that stuff like a punk thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, uh, I can see that. I can see that, which is uh, gonna be disappointing. Um, bring back Willow. <laughs> yeah, bring it back. Bring it back. Um, and other than that. Yeah, I thought the women did really, really well on the SmackDown show. Um, really, really well. So I was uh, I was impressed with that. I was impressed with that. And then obviously there wasn't much over the weekend. I think Ring of Honor had some stuff going on, um, which is good to see. I think it was like some old reruns. Um, but it's nice to see that they're trying to do some stuff and get back on TV a little bit. Um, I looked interested in Ring of Honor eons ago, to be honest. Yeah, it kind of lost its way, hasn't it? A little bit. Like, I don't know. Um, it kind of got lost in the shuffle of all the new stuff, I think, you know? I think what happened is they put too much build on AEW guys that when they all left, it it hurt them. Like, yeah. a lot of their build was on Adam Cole. It was on uh, Paige. It was on... Uh, what it was on Omega, like it was on this Bullet Club kick that they were really riding high on, and it hurt them when they they basically used Ring of Honor to fund that all in, and then after that they just went off and did their thing. Yeah, yeah. Like besides Marty, they didn't really have anybody. No, no, they didn't. Um... They got Corbecker Pierre, you know. PCO. <laughs> yeah. But this it'd be interesting to see what they do once they're once they're back because I I yeah, as I say, like for me, this Ring of Honor's kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit. And um it just it just concerns me a little bit about what they're gonna do moving forward, um, when they're back on TV and stuff, because you know, WWE, AEW's been doing really well. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of last week's show um i don't know what they're trying to lead what i don't get is using a wwe storyline from 10 years ago into AEW with jericho and tyson like that that feels a bit like a i said oh i was okay i i was in a discord and i set somebody off by saying that because i said hey guys just watch the newest episode of AEW." Holy crap, I can't believe it's Mike Tyson. And then I put up a picture of Mike Tyson and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I said, oh, sorry, that was Monday Night Raw from 1998. <laughs> so much hate I got for that. <laughs> and then I put up a picture of him punching Jericho from, like, Raw 10 years ago. And I was yeah, like, yeah. my bad, this is what it was. And they were just like, it's not the same thing. And I was like, but it is. No, but it is. I mean, because Jericho even said that 
He hasn't forgotten what he did to him on a Monday night. He turned on Jericho and every single day of his life ever since Jericho has been dreaming, get his hands yeah. on Mike Tyson's fat head. That is a WWE storyline. Here's like, my thing. I love AEW to bits, mm-hmm. but AEW prides itself on being from day one. We're not going to be WWE. That's the worst thing you could have said because your main event talent are WWE guys. <laughs> you're now doing a, a WWE storyline. Mm-hmm. Like you, yeah. you counterdict, and your your belt looks like their universe. Your TV belt looks like their universal belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. And then, because like in the same show, it they had Vicky Guerrero doing that awkward version of "Excuse me," you know, it kind of. I don't know. I yeah. think WWE owns Excuse Me. Yeah, because it was just, it was more annoying than I remember Excuse Me. <laughs> just, um, but what is she know. exactly doing for AEW, though? I don't know. She kind of got stuck there because she was caught there when she interviewed and she's never been able to go back anywhere else. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because again, like that stuff is the stuff talked about where it forgot like a very decent debut one on one of cage and obviously the revival rocking up you know and and christy james was on it and you know there's a lot of little things that they do very very well but the ending and the, yeah i just i don't know why were the revival dressed up like 1950s greasers <laughs> yeah. they looked like deuce and domino yeah yes they did oh my god deuce and domino oh wow there's a name like, I didn't why, ever why? want to remember. <laughs> what? Hey, I liked them. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> All right. That was a brilliant gimmick. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we're going to have some words after this offline. <laughs> um, and also, like, um, uh, big shout out for Jungle Boy winning uh, the Battle Royal as well. I just want to say that I enjoyed that Battle Royal. But yeah, as I say, just using WWE storyline. And I just don't think it's a good idea. It feels very WCW TNA stuff for me. Most of their most of their main event title matches have been WWE guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it is, and um, like yeah, yeah, you had Omega Jericho, but after that, it's literally been Mox Jericho, Mox Harper. Like, it's been these constant WWE versus WWE made guys. Yeah. And they need to stop it. And like, as I say, like, I don't, I don't want to see Tyson knock out Jericho, like, especially now. I just, I don't want to see it anymore. And I don't want it to be an old story. So it's just, it was just a weird move for me. Like, as I say, I've said with, with people in my Discord, and I've said, like, at the moment, because of what we've seen before, it feels... Like they're making the same mistakes that WCW made, that TNA made, where they're focusing too much on, woo, look at us, we're the opposition, instead of making their own brand, you know? Um, that is the trouble. Well, that's the that thing. The, look at the first two years of TNA, where they were $10 pay-per-views. They were producing solid stuff. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they were producing solid stuff is because they were using homegrown and independent talent. They yeah. weren't going with... They had the occasional, like, oh, my God, Raven showed up. 
but for the most part, it was guys that nobody really knew, and they were giving them chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Hadn't been people snapped out of WWE, you know? Um, and then, obviously, they started it, um, you know, and we've we've seen it all before. Like, and that was the that's problem. That's what I'm they afraid brought, of. They brought in Vince Russo, and then they brought in Jim Cornette, and all, yeah. you know, as much as I like Vince Russo, because, yeah, I'll get some hate for that one, I know. <laughs> You gotta watch him do Twitch sings. That would that would do your uh, that would change your. Um, <laughs> like to me, the problem with both Russo and Cornette trying to run TNA at different times were that they were stuck in their ways. That they didn't realize that the talent they had, and they were trying to rely too much on the talent they knew. Yeah, I didn't want no, no offense to D'Lo Brown, but I didn't want to see D'Lo Brown in a main event. I wanted to see AJ Styles in a main event. I'm a, I love D'Lo Brown. <laughs> yeah, he is my Deuce and Domino. Okay, you can have Deuce and Domino. I will take D'Lo. <laughs> um, but you're right. But you're right. And that and that again is is the thing. You know, like I don't I don't want to see Tyson and Jericho on AEW. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see. Sean Spears with his ass cheeks out fighting Dustin Rhodes. I don't, I don't want to see that stuff. Like I, they, they've got, they've got enough talent that we don't need to see that. You know, they've got guys that are doing it. I mean, look at, look at wow, Killer Cross. Because I can't get carrying as much as I want to wind you up. I can't get that in my head. It, that but look how they're booking you. him. Okay. Yeah. You know? What saved it is his entrance is phenomenal. Yeah. I haven't got a chance to speak on that damn entrance. No. But his entrance is pretty cool. Very cool. He's and got Scarlett yeah. singing him out and the lights and all. Oh, it is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it also is an entrance where he's, I can't imagine him being on NXT long, you know, because that entrance could work on a big that's main the, show. See, that's my thing, though. Some people become just entrances like Bobby Roode and like Ty Dillinger. Yep. You know, Ty Dillinger was a great talent, but all he was known for is that 10 entrance, and it became his, it became a stigmata on him. Yeah. The, 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 you know, yeah. Bobby yeah. Roode's a phenomenal heel, but what did Vince McMahon see? He see everybody going, yeah, glorious. So he's like, oh, I'm the glorious guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually that will get dull, you know? The thing that I worry about is that Scarlet will become the biggest star. Cross is going to have to be on point on his matches because she's a star. Like, she does that entrance. She's got her look. She knows her character so well, you know? And I just worry, you know, bit Sable, Mark Mero stuff, you know, where Mark Mero was going to be hot and then sable just overshadowed him and embarrassed him i don't think it will go like that but she is she is big part of him and for him to like make his own he's gonna have to be on point with his matches but as i say like that for me is them booking a star new star that they've got their way making it feel like cross is now just wwe they're not using some old storyline from 10 years ago that he may have had you know he's come in as a new character and, I, and that's I just, the thing, unless it's like somebody that's really making news, they really don't go like, oh, 
well, we know where he came from. Look at him. Yeah. They literally pronounce it as like, he's a free agent. He's a new dude. They don't harp on all the past on him. The yeah. problem with T- with with the AEW there is that a lot of times, like you know me from there. Yeah, and that and that, I I just I feel that that's that's the mistake that all other promotions have made. They play too and much on others' don't history. Give you know? The revival Arn Anderson as a manager, they're really messing up. Yeah, Arn Anderson with the revival would work so well. Um, Sorry, I know he's Cody's coach and everything, but the the revival are legit on Anderson clones. This needs to be a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that would work great. And and that's the thing. I want them to book. Hell, let as... Cody do a four horsemen type thing. Yeah, yeah. Him, the revival. Put on Anderson in as as JJ Dillon. Yeah. And then they have Cody Rhodes in the revival, be a nice faction. And they do love a faction on AEW. They do love it. Um, but yeah, that would be great. I mean, obviously they're gonna get this Young Bucks, you know, Young Bucks FTR match out of the way. That needs to happen. I mean, that's obviously what people have been waiting for. Um, I just want them to be booked as FTR, AEW. I don't want to know about anything else, you know? Um, that's what AEW for me needs to stop. And they need to stop it quick. Well, I mean, that's they're doing the same thing with Harper with all these Vince McMahon jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just, what I don't get is we've seen it all and we've seen what happens if that's what you focus on. You know, if you focus on too much trying to rubbish the competition, you don't make anything yourself. You don't make an actual competition, you know? All it is is it will get tired very, very quick. Because I like what AEW, I like the roster, I like the idea. They've clearly got money behind it. They clearly have a plan, but they have to stop the WWE referencing because you never hear a, of AEW or anything they're doing on WWE at all. They make no mention of it, apart from what once Sami Zayn said it, didn't he? He could have asked me anything. And that that's pretty much all I've heard. You know, there's not been any reference. Oh, and Billy Gunn getting called out by uh, Triple H at the Hall of Fame, <laughs> um, which was funny. But that's okay. It, you know? But to be fair, that was in retaliation to Cody Rhodes legit going like making his thing, smashing a, a Triple H entrance with a hammer. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. You, and, you, uh, you're not sorry to say it, but you're not out pricking the click. No. Triple H and Shawn Michaels are pricks, and if you push them the wrong way, they will be pricks. Of course they will. Yeah, of course they will. Yeah, of course they will. And that, and that's as I say, that's what they need to uh, to move away from, and they need to move away because they need to make their own stars. You know, this is to say, like at the moment, it feels like WWE are using this no crowd stuff to do that. I mean, it was a big win for like Timothy Thatcher last week. I mean, got a win in that cage match in Matt Riddle's last, and that's big win for Timothy Thatcher. That's a big scalp. You know, that puts him up there. The stuff they're doing with Cross against Champa is is big, you know. Um the whole Cruiserweight tournament has been making good. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz is now US champion. You see what I mean? Like they seem to be taking this opportunity to be like, all right, guys, go reach that 
brass ring that Vince McMahon keeps talking about. And, and my, one of my favorite gimmicks, the U.S. Open Title Challenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I like the bit he did last night with, um, with Kevin Owens. I thought that made sense. That that fits what their their character they're trying to build of Apollo Cruz. You know, um, it fits it well. I like it. Um, the ending of that tag match was a bit weird, but um. Oh. All it's missing is the uh, the John Cena. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Where are you from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it needs. Um, but it was really good. Um, and as I say, that for me is something that needs to be addressed quick. Um, I know certain fanboys are probably going to disagree, but there's too much WWE reference on an AEW show for me. And I, um, I, I'm a big fan of the uh, those old open challenges because that's how we got Kevin Owens. Yeah, and Sami Zayn. Kevin, well, Sami Zayn's was a bit of a fail because he got hurt yeah. right after. Because, I mean, it was quite a big, big rub. They had Brett come out to, like, introduce him. And then he him. got hurt doing the entrance. <laughs> but Which, like, I remember Owens because Owens was the NXT champion and nobody thought that one was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Alberto, Alberto Gabriel one was cool too. Yeah, at the pay per view. Yeah, it was a bit weird coming out with Zeb Coulter. It was, but... was a good way to bring him back. Yeah, and that's what you no, could use. Not even the internet was talking about like Alberto Gabriel was spotted at the performance. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that made me pop a little bit. Like, I, I've never been a big fan of Del Rio. Like, I never have. I just, I, I never really got it. I get they need like that the latin thing uh always um but um yeah it made me pop because i was like oh my god i wasn't expecting it and i like that i like that surprise um it was good it was a terrible return to be fair but it was good to see him um but i just wanted to dodge covid yeah because he apparently he like he looked at the he responded to the tweet with eyes or whatever and they said that he's going to raw oh okay which will be good for him. He'll fit there. I like some of the moves that are being made. I'm looking forward to it. But as I say, that's that's the difference. Is it feels like WWE are like, okay, that's uh some guys have got a chance. Like Murphy and, and Theory working with Rollins. I mean that's that's a big big push for them. I guys, like you know? Murphy and Theory better than I like Gordon's the pain. Yeah. They yeah, make yeah. a better fit with Rollins. Yeah, and it, it makes a bit more sense. You know, um, and it's a good push because Murphy and Theory are very talented boys. Very, very talented. These two dudes that were overlooked by a lot of other stables and a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. See, they're making, as we keep saying, they're making their own stars. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the whole segment of Raw with, um, with Rollins and, and Black. I mean, those two will always put on a good match. Um, it wasn't the greatest. I think it was more for story um, more than anything. Um, this whole Rey Mysterio retirement thing, um, in which he said he didn't even know if he's going to retire. So we'll have to wait and see. And then Dominic was being a little mouthy, huh? See, so this is the thing. I read that Dominic is going to join Seth. Oh, no! So that he's going to turn on Ray and Dominic's going to join Seth's faction. 
I don't know I how mean, much truth in I that. Just, but... I understand because they said that they want Dominic and Ray to be Ray's final match. It's a passing of the torch from Storm. Wow. Okay. Because he's because, supposed yeah. to, he's supposed to be the like they're grooming him to be like the next type of star. Like he's been training and everything. Yeah, I've only ever heard that. Yeah, they're quite hot on on Dominic doing stuff like there. You know, he's he's gonna get he's gonna get the he right push. He doesn't use the name Dominic Guerrero. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> if he doesn't denounce his dad and be like, "You're not my father," yeah. Eddie was my father. <laughs> I just wonder. Yeah, but I read that. You know, and I read and and somebody else had mentioned it that I spoke to last night that um, yeah, Dominic may be joining that Seth faction. Which could be interesting. Um, we can get a new Eddie Guerrero shirt us and I can say he's my poppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. But there is that website, isn't there, where you know uh, whoever lost a match after that um Dominic match, Oh my god. <laughs> where it's continued, didn't it? Where like Randy Orton's been his father like six times or something. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about this like Randy Orton's like the current defending Bird's Edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Jeff Hardy's what it about a bit. <laughs> Oh my goodness, yeah, that website made me laugh. Um but yeah, I think um, it's an interesting place for it to be. It's an in- interesting place right now. I-, I like um, I like what they're doing. I just I don't like the Street Profits Viking Raiders stuff anymore. I, I am over that. I'm not gonna lie. I am I am over that. Um, I want it to stop now. I want it to stop. Now, here's the thing I've been thinking about all week that I can bring up while we're discussing. What if? The Miz and Morrison win this thing, and they take it off of Strowman, and Otis does catch it in for a tag team thing, but he catches it in for the world title. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, because yeah, because the match is weird. Wow. Yeah, they could do well, like so a tag team match for the world title. Because they never said, oh, it would be for the tag titles. He just said it would be a tag. Like, he was planning to do it maybe for a tag match. Maybe. Maybe I could see that. I just, because it is, it is a weird match. Um, you know, I don't know where Bray Wyatt's gone. But... But that's their end game because I think, I think right now they're, the reason why they got the Fiend on hiatus, like, he disappeared or whatever is because he just welcomed in his second kid. Oh yeah, Jojo has had another kid in it. So I think I think that's gonna kick off again. But probably maybe him and maybe him and Otis. Like I don't know, to be fair. But I'm just saying, like, what if that's their end game with this whole Miz and Morrison thing? Maybe. Keeps Braun strong because it took two people to take him out. You think they'll take the tire off him that quick? Now, I mean, he hasn't been a terrible champion, but I can see, you know, with Otis being money in the bank, they're going to have to do something. But yeah, they could do that. Miz and Morrison win it. It gives them a tag team. I could see that. I could see that. If they're listening, you watch. It'll be happening now. 
like in your house you know <laughs> isn't that in your house this week um yeah i think so yeah i think it's this week yeah i think it's saturday isn't it saturday yeah, seventh uh, Sunday the seventh. Yeah, this week, this Sunday. Okay. Yeah, it is this Sunday, um, which will be wow. cool. so. Okay. We will have that to talk about next week, which will be interesting. Um, yeah, the card already. The one I am looking forward to is Finn Balor, Damian Priest. I can't wait to see that. I like Damian Priest. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, I'm interested in that one. There's five matches in out so far. So Champa versus Cross, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream. And if Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the title while Cole is champ. And Keith Lee versus Gargano for the North American Championship. Um, right. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a Velveteen Dream title. You think they're going to do it? I thought uh, that yeah. stipulation was in there to get him out the title picture. Here's why I think Cole's had it for a year. Like they celebrated it the other day. Mm -hmm. I think it's time that they do something different. And okay. if anyone deserves that shot and that type of rug, it's Velveteen Dream. I don't know. It's over. He's constantly had match of the night on NXT pay-per-views. Yeah. Hell, last time him and Cole wrestled, they tore the house down. It did, actually. It was a very good match. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, there's a lot of drama that follows. That North American title match was one of my favorite matches they did. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was. The, the hardcore one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't see it. I can't see it. Um, I don't know why. I've just got a hunch that I get the logic. Adam Cole has had it for a long time. And, you know, maybe it's time for him to do something different. Um, I just don't see them putting it on Dream. Who else could they do it to then? I don't know. That one, I don't know. Extra Loomis? <laughs> maybe they seem hot on Mr. Loomis. But, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, it could surprise me. Um it could. I could see it. Um, I wouldn't be particularly shocked um, if if it was him. Um, but yeah, I just um, just don't see it right now. Don't know why. Don't know why. Although he is very much the favorite looking at the odds. Um, Dream close, is old. But Dream is the favorite. So yeah, interesting. We'll have to wait and see. We will know next week. When we're breaking it down. Um, and I don't think... Garg I don't maybe Gargano wins too. Because they're pushing his new character quite a lot. Or maybe Ooh. there's like a DQ. I can't see Gargano losing. But I, I don't know. I can see it maybe being a, a non-finish. You know? Because they seem to be pushing this Gargano character quite hard. You know? Is whatever you were doing with Keith Lee. Yeah, maybe he gets a push towards Adam. Maybe. You know, maybe I... they take the belt off him, put it back on Gargano, drop Dream out, and have Keith Lee go for it. I mean, because I couldn't see Dream v. Lee. I mean, if Dream wins, what's the next heel to go for Dream? 
Cross. I mean, Gargano then goes from that to that. I mean, it's there's there's there's, there's a good roster, but there's not a lot, you know. Um, but we have to see. We have to see. Uh, but I I don't know. I'm expecting a title change. Um, just which one? I'm I'm not sure. You know. So um, that's it. That is it on those. But we have to see what next week brings. Uh, I'm looking forward to it because it's in your house, and I'm sure they're gonna go try and go a bit all out for it. Um, but it, it is in your house, isn't it? Uh, right. So news of the week. Uh, there was I read um, Hawkins going on. He was on Talk is Jericho. He, um, and that famous losing streak. Um, I quite enjoyed that. Um, he was quite good on Talk is Jericho, by the way. I enjoyed Hawkins and Ryder did a four-hour YouTube video breakdown of every Hasbro WWF action figure. And I watched all four fucking hours of it. Oh, wow, really? Amazing. They they pulled out the prototypes. They pulled, like, the prototypes they owned. They pulled out the each figure and reviewed the action on them. And, like, oh, it's... To somebody like me who grew up with those things as, like, my toys and everything, it was amazing. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it was just... It was nice. It was... I, what I quite like sometimes about these podcasts, and I'm quite enjoying, a lot seem to be doing it, is like behind the scenes kind of stuff is, seems to be a bit more relevant now. Like talking to him and finding out that the losing streak was like his idea because he said like some dirt sheet reporter tweeted him saying like he lost his hundredth consecutive. And he was like, that's awesome. So he's like, let's keep it going. So he, he was pitching it to everyone. Let me just keep losing. I'm losing anyway. Let's just make a thing of it. So it was funny to hear that it was his idea. Um, you know, uh, I quite I quite liked finding out that, and it's funny like you things that you assume like oh my god why do they hate Hawkins so much and actually turns out to be his idea, <laughs> which is funny. Um, and then other bits of news was where is it? I had it written down here. Oh, obviously I wanted to touch on neither Jacks. Do you All think right. that they're making it a bit of a work now? Yes. Like, is it, I, are they booking her to make it look like she's just being horrible to Kyrie Sane? Like, I watched last night. I think it's Kyrie Sane losing her footing. I don't think that's Nia Jax's fault at all. Well, from what I was reading, is WWE does not blame her for uh, does not blame Nia Jax for this. Right. Okay. Because I watched it, and yeah, I, I've started to feel like it's a work. Nia Jack stuff, they, uh, they banned the buckle bomb. Yeah, they did. They did. Now an officially banned move. I just, yeah, I just, they, I, I mean, I think they've got to stop booking Kyrie saying Nia Jax, because even if she's not being clumsy, like, she can't help but toss Kyrie saying around. You know, like, it's just, the, the two don't mesh. Um, apparently, someone actually rung them and said that she should be fired before she cripples or kills somebody. And I know at the minute, the cool thing is to hate on Nia Jax and this, that, and the other. I get it, and she's going to be scrutinized, and maybe it has so. an effect, but... I refuse... Mm. 
I just I don't know. I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with her. I know, I I don't see it ever stopping. Um, I don't see them people ever ever stopping hating on Nia Jack. So I don't know how they they get back to it or how they get out of it. But it's the same thing as Ronda Rose, Ronda Rousey. They spent so much time hating on her instead of sitting there and being like, "Wow, we have Ronda Rousey." Yeah. 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 I get it. She wasn't everybody's cup of tea. But nobody gave her a chance. And that's the thing. I Maybe I was... I wasn't hating on as much as the others. I never really got into the Ronda Rousey. But then when she left, I realized just how much of an impact she had. Like, Ronda Rousey, now I'd actually like for Ronda Rousey to come back because I don't think even I appreciated... She tried really hard. She picked it up really quick. She was a really good character, you know? Without Ronda Rousey, you wouldn't have got some of the stuff you got. You wouldn't have got the first ever Women's Rumble, which was designed for her to show up at the end and interrupt. Yep. You wouldn't have gotten an all-women's evolution pay-per-view because, again, they were pushing this girl power thing with her. Yeah. You wouldn't have got the man. First ever WrestleMania main event because I'm sorry, but Charlotte versus Becky was not going to be a WrestleMania main event. No, no, yeah, it needed uh, it needed Ronda's name. She's done. It's the same thing as the Bellas. Hate the Bellas all you want, but due to the Bellas, there was a lot of stuff that came out of them. Yeah, yeah, they started to to make the switch from they helped make the switch from Diva to. The evolution thing because they kept that up. There wasn't people like the Bellas around. People wouldn't have gotten tired and they wouldn't have started this movement. Mm-hmm. 100%. And as I say, like, I don't think, I think, you know, the Becky Lynch character needed a Ronda Rousey character to become a thing. Like, it needed to, it needed to play off someone like Rousey for Becky to, to take that ball and run with it like she did. You know, but she needed Ronda to get that started. So, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm hoping she comes back. I mean, sorry, without Nia Jax, nobody would have really been paying as much attention to Becky. If Nia Jax didn't punch her face in, nobody would have made such a ruckus. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's when an injury went well. <laughs> But she did. She punched her face clean in. I mean, her nose was splattered. Um, but yeah, it was um, a lot has to go to Ronda Rousey. And as I say, like, I, I know it's a cool thing and I know she's clumsy. I'm not trying to defend some of the stuff. Nia Jax has made mistakes. I just like last night, people jumping on it like she's going to kill someone. I think Kyrie Sane fell. I don't think she got her foot in. As you say, but no one's ooh, blaming her. So a mistake wrestling. There's a site, there's literally a YouTube thing called Bajamania for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all do it. They all do it. It's just that right now, that whole spotlight is on hey, her. Nyla Rose and AEW, damn near killed Britt Baker. She did. Yep. Nobody's giving her slack. Nah, it's true. It's true. She messed that throw up and... And, you know, Baker's now out while she's on a pretty good run. Probably the best run she'd been on since AEW started. And now she's out. Um, so, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, the, it's the cool thing to do is, like, you know, 
like the things have been cool thing to say you're vegan cool thing to say you never watch game of thrones and now it's the cool thing to say that nia Jax is dangerous you know that's how i see it and like the whole spotlight is on her and maybe maybe it has an effect like maybe mentally she's going into certain moves going oh god you know so maybe it's making her worse but uh i i think it needs to stop because that as i say i don't think last night was her fault you know and I'm starting to think that it's a work because I think they're starting to make it look like she's really yeah, hurting Kyrie. You know, I think it's too over the top. So that's what I think. Um, also on Raw, obviously we saw the, the mutual release of the 24-7 title. Rob Gronkowski um, had exercised a clause <laughs> yeah. um, to obviously be released because he's playing, he's playing American football again. He's, going, he's obviously playing for the Bucks. Um, and there was the, the final bit of him doing a <laughs> a TikTok in his garden uh, with our truth as the <laughs> very very good. The longest ever twenty four seven streak is now over. Uh, it's back on our truth. Um, yeah, uh, his his WWE contract. So it, work, it was apparently working. The end of year show in Saudi Arabia and SummerSlam, I believe, um, were the two matches. Um, but obviously the Buccaneers have signed him to a contract saying that you can't do any wrestling matches. So he has uh, exercised his release clause and um, and gone. So he was meant to be working a match at SummerSlam and then at the Saudi show. Um, but he's he uh, apparently had a release clause in there that allowed him to return to the NFL. So um, he may still make future appearances, but not wrestling now because they have all these people that they're that they're no longer like all this money from contracts that they no longer are using like Kate Velasquez and all this yeah yeah because my guess is that maybe that yeah I would think though so um, I still think they re-signed Drake Maverick let's touch on that is he winning it do you think I think He's been re-signed, and I think he's winning it because what a story he is having right now. Yeah, and what performances he is putting on right now. He, and WWE has gone out of their way to make him look like an un, like a complete underdog story. The yeah. dude is fighting for his job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he's been great. I mean, he did, obviously, <clears throat> he's got Phantasma. Um, is that at, in your house? Is that going to happen there? Or is that yeah. not? He's going to happen in your house. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought, um, I I think this is some of the best stuff I've seen of, of Drake for a very long time. Like, I think he's been great. The matches have been great. It's not just a story that's being told. He's actually performing as well alongside it. Um, I thought the triple threat match. I mean, big shout out for... Jake he said something like he's going into every match to prove that he belongs there and you know if it is his last time going in he's going to make it be remembered as his as who he is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and I did like the end like the way they did the end like Kushida brought him down and put him in that that lock and then Maverick just draped an arm over him it was very clever. Um, I think, yeah, looking at the match, I like Phantasma. Phantasma's going to have a very good, you know, 
career, but I, I think, I think Drake, I think Drake wins. I do think Drake wins. Hundred percent. Right, right, you know? right. My offer for idiot of the week this week. I'm offering. <laughs> so yeah. obviously, there's been stuff going on in America, and and um, you know, we wish yeah, it's pretty bad well over involved. here. So Jackson Riker at about midnight decided to tweet thankful for the president of the united states we have god bless america built of freedom forgotten no more <laughs> um, oh boy yeah to which um yeah, yeah uh, which ricochet then retweeted with comment um which wasn't fully uh friendly <laughs> um he had uh, he had something to say um about it i'm just trying to see if i can see it i don't think it's gone yeah i think it's been taken down actually okay he was uh he was not too impressed basically called him out like okay whatever bro like what are you what are you talking about so it was a little bit interesting um oh there it is i get you're a bad guy on tv and i'm hoping that's all this is even then that ain't it but if this is actually your true thoughts i'll be really sad man um so yeah Jackson Riker, not really. I don't know if he was. Some of people were saying he was playing his role. Not sure it's appropriate, you know, to do that. So I offer him up uh, as an idiot, not thinking through. <laughs> you know what? I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. There you go. My first ever idiot of the week, huh? Because <laughs> I keep, caught it just as I was your, sleeping and I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> keep your politics out of wrestling, man. Yeah. Like, even if you do it as character, it's not it's not the place for a character to not do. the time. No. And like right now, while it's all still so heated, you know, it's not the time to do that because like of your wrestling mates that some are gonna be affected differently. So yeah, I don't think uh he may have thought that all the way through. Right. So that means this week incoming. For next week, we will have, obviously, a full in-your-house breakdown from Sunday. Obviously, we've still got uh, NXT, AEW, and SmackDown coming. Um, so you won't want to miss any of that. Um, we will be still here, grinding away with our witty comments and idiots and Twitters. Um, and until then, people, I will see you next week. Gio, my man, you take care. Right.